never know where you're going if you don't look back. Hold it tight like a fist for it fades to black. You got a relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past, it can bring you to. You got a relic, it come far and few. Remember what you do, it comes back on you. A relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past, it can bring you to. You got a relic, it come far and few. Remember what this is the Relic Podcast, episode two. I'm Chad Snow. First off, thank you for those of you that uh, listened to episode one, Fistful of Poo. I think there's like 60 people that tuned in on various platforms. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Google, I think. There's a few of them. I don't know all of them off the top of my head, but anyway. Those of you that listen, thank you. Appreciate it. I haven't got one review on iTunes. I'm not going to sit and ask for people to comment or review. But if you want to, you can. And I also, there's an email address, relicpodcast at gmail. If you feel like, send an email, making a comment, suggestions, questions. Or whatever else. I'll be checking that. And on, uh, I think it's the Anchor website where the podcast is on. You can leave uh, voicemails, apparently. I just saw that. So if you want, feel free to leave one of those too if you want. It's up to you. So we are on episode two. And episode one, Fistful of Poop, was a story that happened a couple years ago. And this story I'm going to be telling you is goes back to 1998, my first year of teaching in St. Paul, Minnesota. Shout out to Success Academy. First year teacher, PE teacher, ready to tackle the world, ready to change lives, ready to make a difference with all the knowledge that I acquired in college, ready to put it to use. But one thing they don't tell you in college is how to deal with certain things. You can't learn it until you get in the fire and every teacher goes through them some are worse than others this one for me was uh, involved a second grader Marcus and if I have any ex-students that are listening to this right now you've probably heard this story before so enjoy So, Marcus, like I said, second grader, good kid, but he's a tough kid, stubborn, headstrong, antsy, actually not too much uh, removed from my characteristics as a kid. So, we got along, but he was tough. And there was one day we were sitting in my classroom before we were heading out to the gym. 
And it was early on in the year. And Marcus puts his hand up and I call on him and he's like, Coach, I need to use the restroom. Actually, he probably didn't say restroom. He just said, Coach, I need to go pee. And so right away, I go back to my instruction in college about rules. And right away, I was thinking, all right, nope, he can't go to the bathroom. He's got to wait because he should have went to the bathroom in between classes. So I reply with a no, Marcus, you can't go to the bathroom. You should have waited. You should have done that before class. I'm feeling pretty good about myself, but then he asks again, Coach, no, you don't understand. I have to go pee. So again, right away, I'm thinking, oh, you got to hold the line on this, Coach. Because if you give in now, he's all the kids in the class are going to think you're weak. No, Marcus, I already told you one time, you cannot go to the bathroom. You have to wait. You should have done it earlier. So now I'm feeling real good. I'm holding the line. Again, Marcus' hand goes up. Coach, I really have to pee. And now I'm starting to really dig in on my stance. No, absolutely not. You cannot go to go to the bathroom. You can't go pee right now. You should have done it earlier. So then what Marcus proceeds to do is just lean back in his chair. Doesn't say another word. Leans back in his chair. Stares at me and pees his pants. I'm just looking at the kid as his, the crotch of his khaki pants are turning wet. And now there's pee running down his leg, onto his shoes, onto the floor. And he's staring at me like with this look like, uh-huh, now what? And I don't know what the look on my face, my face was saying, but Whatever it was, it wasn't anything I was prepared for. It's not anything they taught me in college. We didn't learn about this in Teaching 101. So now I'm trying to scramble a little bit, try to, how, how am I going to deal with this? And before I could even get an answer to that or get a response to it, Marcus helped me out. Marcus just said to me quickly, you should have just let me go to the bathroom, coach. couple seconds go by and I was like you know what Marcus you're right I should have that's all I could do that's all I could offer and so then Marcus ended up having to go to the bathroom obviously I had to do a little bit more and change himself and I had to explain the situation it was it's something to this day in my 20 years plus of teaching that I've used at least once a year to my students and it's something that resonated with me as the years went on and reminded me real quickly of the fact that just when you think you know everything, something happens that life tells you you don't. You're not even close. And in that instance, for me, it was a second grader that taught me that lesson. I don't know, Jack, shh. And so moving on, 
of my with my teaching career anytime a student asks me to use the restroom yes go ahead didn't even hesitate never it was never no you gotta wait it was no go ahead if it was possible go ahead and I learned that lesson from Marcus now were there kids that probably weren't going to the bathroom of course maybe they're doing some work avoidance like a lot that's okay it saves me having to worry about someone peeing themselves again. But in order to do that, I had to step outside of what I thought was leadership and what I thought was being the authority figure in a classroom. And this can go to any profession. I realized that in order to lead you also have to be willing to follow. And you have to be willing to adjust. You have to be willing to accept, not just say, but actually accept that you don't know everything. And the most important thing for me was to allow the students to teach me too. And there's plenty of times where that has happened in my career. But if I wasn't willing to let that happen, I probably would have lost out on a lot of uh, knowledge and a lot of wisdom. Now, they don't know they're trying to teach me anything. Or maybe they do. Who knows? But they did. And on that day, Marcus, again, taught me a valuable lesson. And that's get out of your own way. Be flexible. And admitting when you're wrong doesn't make you weak. So the rest of the school year goes on, and I can't say it went on without a hitch. There's plenty of hitches, and there's plenty of instances where Marcus and I butted heads. But he was always kind of like the co-pilot of that particular class. And I'm glad, I'm thankful for Marcus because it helped me throughout the rest of my teaching career. Humility is a huge thing. And as I relate that to the rest of my life, it doesn't stop things from happening. It doesn't stop other instances from teaching you the exact same lesson because life has a great way of humbling you if you're not already humble yourself and it also has a great way of reminding you that you need to be humble you need to realize that you don't know everything you need to open up your eyes and ears and close your mouth sometimes in order to let other people teach you something give you something and there's been many many instances in my life where I had to relearn that lesson just because you learn it once doesn't mean it always sticks and like I said sometimes you have to be re-reminded of it and to this day every morning you wake up or at least I can only speak for myself I wake up and I try to remind myself of a few things but one of them 
is to remain humble and be willing to learn. And as I'm in a new journey in my life, being married, for one, I've had to learn how to readjust and be humble and allow someone else to teach me because I definitely don't know everything when it comes to that. Not even close. And in me telling these stories and experiences and opening it up to you guys, I'm not expecting my words to change anybody. I'm not expecting anyone to take what I say and feel like it's the gospel, because it's not. I'm not in charge of that. It's hard enough being in charge of myself. But what I can do in doing this is give you guys some insight that you can relate to and maybe gives you a chance to say, yeah, you know what, I could steer in another direction. I could aim for a different outcome. But at the end of the day, it's going to be up to you guys. So as I said in the first podcast, I'm not an expert. I will never claim to be. I just have my stories, my relics that I want to share and then relate to life with them. And after doing the first podcast and some of the feedback I got from friends that listened to it and told me that they liked it, told me that they appreciated it, it again reiterated the fact that I'm glad I'm doing it because it definitely made me feel good. Not necessarily to get pats on the back. I'm just talking. It made me feel good to talk. Hit and record. Sharing. Sometimes it's not, excuse me, sometimes it's not easy to open yourself up during your weakest times or some of your weakest times. And a lot of times these stories will reveal that. It'll reveal a flaw. It'll reveal a weakness in the character or a moment in time. And in a way, it's like a diary for me too. Something that can uh, stand the test of time like a relic. And I was talking earlier too about, man, I should write some of these things down. Because this story about Marcus that I told today just came to me yesterday, I believe. But I need to start writing some of these down because now in telling this story I told about Marcus, it sparked about five different stories I could probably tell, but I only have so much recording time and I'm not going to talk for an hour. I want to try to keep these to about 20 minutes. So to wrap this all up and to go back to the Marcus and pee in his pants, it goes from year one and fast forward to year 2021 in teaching. Just because I learned that lesson in year one didn't make me immune to failing in year 20 
and having to go back and remind myself. Because after about, you know, you're doing it for 20 years, you start to think you got things figured out and you start to relax a little bit and you start to get comfortable and there's that word again. That's your one of your worst enemies is getting comfortable. Right when you think you got things figured out, Mother Nature will definitely let you know that you don't. So it's best to stay ahead of her. And the only way you can do that is to stay humble and do things in your life on purpose if you have to that are uncomfortable. For me, it happens to be doing working out. I don't wake up in the morning thinking like I want to work out and I'm all excited to do it, but I do it because I know it helps. It's getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And definitely when Marcus taught me that lesson, it was uncomfortable. I thought I was going to lose my job. I thought my principal was going to hate me. Fast forward to 20 years. There are times when we screw up in, in our job or we do something we weren't proud of. And it takes us right back to that first year teacher. You are like, man, how did I let that happen? How did I not see that? Why didn't I answer her question when she asked it? There's so many opportunities where we miss it because again, we got our blinders on, we get comfortable, we're just kind of relaxing, coasting. And then that's when things happen. And that's when we have to sit back up straight, take the blinders off and look around a little bit and be more alert. And life will teach you it if you don't do it for yourself. So, all that being said, and if I have to do the whole moral of the story thing, do it for yourself before life does it for you. Because life will do it for you. Keep yourself busy being humble. I hope uh, you guys have a good day. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Again, it's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on Google, I think. It's on a couple other platforms, but I have to look them up. Feel free to email if you want. Again, relicpodcast at gmail.com. Leave a voice memo on the anchor thingy. Or just give it a like when I share it on Facebook or the gram or whatever else. And uh, share it with your friends if you want to. But again, make it a great day. I'll see you on next time. Out. You never know where you're going if you don't look back. Hold it tight like a fist for it pays the black. You got a relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past, it can bring you to. You got a relic, it come far and few. Remember what you do, it comes back on you. A relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past, it can